This is the Epilogue audio experience. Sanjoy K. Roy is the managing director of Teamwork Arts that produces highly acclaimed performing visual arts and literary festivals across the globe. He is a founder trustee of Salam Balak Trust that provides services for street and working children. Roy works closely with various industry bodies, government bodies and is on committee of prestigious organizations like FIKI and EMA. Also he is a visiting faculty on art and culture to various universities both in India and abroad. Welcome to our show Sanjoy. We look forward to listening to your journey. So Sanjoy, how would you like to introduce yourself? Hi Bhavna, um as you said rightly I'm the guy with the long hair that everybody seems to think uh, has a secret up his sleeve but the secret really about my long hair is that it was my son in school in 1995 I hadn't cut my hair and because my wife Punita had an accident and uh, he came to me and said are you planning to grow your hair and I said why and he said then you can't come to my school so I'm going like yes no more parent teacher meeting and no more annual day and so on and so forth so that's the story behind what everybody is always intrigued about no so it was your son who felt that he was getting a lot of uh, attention in school because of your long hair yeah you know they they tend to be embarrassed i mean they everybody is embarrassed about their parents my kids were no different so uh, i just grew my hair and didn't have to go to school so i didn't have to hear how bad a parent i was and I, how i wasn't doing this and i wasn't doing that and it was cool great and that gave you an identity that you're being recognized for absolutely absolutely people even behind the mask now that's the problem right in you these days of mask where you can't recognize anybody uh, there i am at the airport or going through some place and somebody will come up to me and it's embarrassing because you have no idea who the other person is right because they're behind the mask hmm. very problematic so tell me sanjoy uh, what is team work arts and uh, how did you think of it So as you remember Bhavna even in the days when we were doing the Oneida Pinnacle Awards and we set up what was the first television awards at that point in the what was it uh I think 90s mid 90s yeah. I think that's we when we met yeah that's when we met we sort of you know we started as a television and film company with uh, you know Tolmol Kebol and Chuna Lagake and Newsline and funny things and all of this in the late 80s early 90s when uh, television suddenly came into its own because government had opened up the airwaves and you had the zees and the ltvs and the um uh, doordarshan 3 and the bitvs and yes channels and star and everybody came came up at that point of time and we were making so many of their game shows and food shows and news programs and uh, talk shows and chat shows and puppet programs and serials and um, you know we were like a factory if you remember bhavna we used to be churning yeah. out these serials uh day after day week after week and by about by about 1995 we were what i think we had about 14 uh weekly daily whatever shows uh, soap operas that we were churning out so we were a factory and as you know television in those days had no season no concept of a season which is the sort of trend now 
So if you had a popular program like we used to, many of our programs are very popular. They ran every week or every day, week after week, year after year. And you didn't really have a break. So many of my colleagues, we used to do this Saturday afternoon meeting where I used to meet with all my colleagues. We used to discuss, you know, who who was the bad actor or who was the actor who ran away with somebody or didn't come on time and had to be written out or shot at at the next episode. And in one of those meetings, we used to call them SAM, Saturday afternoon meetings mm. or Samosa afternoon meetings, whichever one. Uh, two of our senior colleagues, Sharupa, Datta and Manika, Barry came through and said, listen, we're brain dead. We can't do this anymore because we don't have a life. We wake mm. up at 6 o'clock in the morning, head to Film City and Noida and mm. uh, head back, uh, you know, early hours of the morning and it's mm. day after day. And I, in a moment of foolishness, both Mohit and I sort of said, oh, okay, then that's fine. Why don't we just, you know, stop doing television? not realizing that it was easier said than done. When we broke the news to many of the channels, everybody was very angry. Many people said, we won't pay you. And that's roughly when we started the first big event, which was the Onida Pinnacle uh, event that we launched, which was the television awards. If you remember, we raced around the country. It was across languages. Uh, it, we flew everybody into Delhi for the final awards night and the judging process and it was amazing mm. and in many ways that was the launch of course having said it was amazing i think it created a huge dent in onida's pocket because it was one of the biggest of its times uh, uh, and uh, but we then went on uh, to work on the arts and we had something called friends of music which was a platform for a new music, we, we said it wouldn't be for rock or Bollywood, but anything in between. And most of the world music bands you see today, whether it's Indian Ocean or Mrigya or Orange Street or Parikrama, all of them sort of evolved from this platform, which was very successful. And we did the same for dance. We commissioned people like Asta Debu, who's sadly passed over now, to go out and create a new piece of work with the Thangta performers in the Northeast. We worked with Aditi Mangaldas and Daksha Shet, and we commissioned new writing and theater. Um, and then we realized we had all of this content, Bhavna, but there were no platforms in India where you could showcase uh, the content. Meanwhile, because I started growing my hair, like I told you in 1995 and 96, I used to get invited across the world to give lectures on the arts and you know, all of this arts, arts management, uh, 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 arts as therapy, the creative economy, not because I knew anything, but because, you know, my hair was long and I picked the box. <laughs> I spoke yeah, their language. So there I was lecturing across the universities in the UK. Uh, you know, I used to sit on the Arts Council of England's advisory board for diversity. And because of that, uh, you know, we created a network uh, in the UK and then... Uh, that led to the first time that I went to the Edinburgh Festivals, which is the world's largest festival. It's a great melting pot for all kinds of incredible talent across the world. And I was so intrigued, Bhavna. A, I was blown away by what mm. I saw. You know, every day there was over, uh, you know, 3,700 shows. There were 33,000 shows over, over that month. There were people from across the world but I didn't see anything from India. 
And mm. I was like, this is a place that we need to be. Mm. So in the following year, in, in, in 2000, 2001, we created the first platform. And earlier what you know used to happen is that if you went to the Edinburgh Festival, which is an amalgamation of many festivals, uh, mm. the Edinburgh Fringe, which has now become the biggest festival, the Edinburgh International Festival, which is the oldest festival, and that's how it started and it's curated, the Literature Festival, the Film Festival, uh, the Jazz Festival, the Science Festival, the Music Festival. Um, if you went to one of them, you didn't go to the other, meaning if you performed, say, at the Edinburgh Tattoo, you didn't go to anything else. If you performed at the International Festival, you didn't go to the Fringe. If you performed at the Fringe, the Edinburgh Festival, International Festival, then look at you. So what we did is we just took people from across. So we had Shah Rukh in the Film Festival. We had writers in the Literature Festival. We had a big Bollywood musical in the Edinburgh Tattoo. We had shows that went into the Edinburgh Fringe. And we marketed it, it under one banner. And it was hugely successful. And mm -hmm. as they say, baki to, baki to history hai. Ek bar safed chaap mil jata hai. So the mm -hmm. rest of it is history. And in Singapore, um, they sort of saw what we were doing. A colleague of ours, Shweta, was moving to Singapore. So that they invited us to set up office there. So that was our first office, in international office in Singapore. From there, we, we expanded into Australia and New Zealand. And that's how our story started. And of course, today we, we have 33 annual festivals in whatever, 42, 47 cities across the world, including uh, our flagship property, which is the Jaipur Literature Festival, which again looks at what we started in Edinburgh, marrying built heritage uh, with the arts and creating value uh, for built heritage. So a couple of questions crop in my head while you were talking and I was uh, listening to you very attentively. Uh, one is that when you started the Teamworks and you were doing all this television and you had become a factory, for our listeners who don't really have a clear idea about what is a producer, what is a presenter, what is a programmer, so what exactly do you do? What was the producer doing? Were you so, in, so in those days, Bhavna, if you remember, the channels used to live off their producers, meaning you got a show uh, from from a channel. Uh, you you created a concept, you took it to the channel, you sold it to the channel. The channel agreed to pay you. Uh, in those days, it used to be a cycle of 90 days, but in actuality, it was 120 days. Mm -hmm. And then you went out and created the show. So you... You wrote the script, you shot it, you filmed it, you edited it. Uh, you then, in those days, rushed the tape physically. If you remember the pneumatic tapes, you rushed them physically uh, to Bombay, and it was checked in the studios there, and then they sent it off to Nepal, which was where a number of the television broadcasters were uplinking uh, their stories. So you created, produced, directed, a scripted uh, uh, the show. So, you know, it was all of that. So, of course, you know, as we kept growing, we had many of our colleagues uh, come in to create most of the shows, but the ideation and the, and the initial first couple of episodes was always sort of looked to by me or Mohit, uh, my partner, uh, in just sort of trying to create a template and in television, as you know, Bhavna, and as your listeners know, everything is a template. You know, you create a template, 
and from there it's a cookie cutter thing and you you know yes the script changes yes the characters change but the template doesn't change in any way right and uh, do you sometimes look back and regret that you gave up television so fast and so quick not at all bhavna because i mean television has continued to stay with us if you look at even today in our digital world i mean you know everything is back to where we started which was television everything is visual so even when we went to even when we went to live uh, went to live everything that we did we filmed and many of those um, art programs we put online so it's, we never sort of divorced ourselves from television per se yes we stopped doing the uh, you know the, the soap operas and game shows etc but we continued to do work uh, uh, you know in the visual in the film media uh, we continued to also produce films uh, you know out of out of our offices in hong kong we we produced a number of uh, feature films we don't talk about them but uh, yeah we've live yeah, produced them produced them etc yeah and one of them you directed and you also got a national award for that's right so we did a a, a huge history we did a four part series uh, uh, in those days which is now actually a full length uh, feature on the old city of delhi and we brought it alive and uh, it was incredible we were shooting with sushma aseth and uh, who was to be the anchor for the series and the word got out bhavna that amitabh bachchan had come to chandni chowk we were shooting in the in the shri ram haveli lala shri ram haveli and all of chandni chowk and all of delhi went into a gridlock because there was a traffic jam that went all the way into new delhi because the entire old city population came out to see uh, look for uh, amitabh bachchan so it was quite quite hysterical so yeah we have many stories we went on to shoot goodness gracious me the bbc special series in india uh, and so much more yeah hmm. so you know unlike uh, uh, other artists uh, you are associated with art but different kinds of art all visual medium performing medium so many other kind of literature festivals other festivals how do you balance your um, involvement how do you balance your time Uh, what is it that you enjoy more what is it that you delegate how do you do it uh, so we are about 100 people um bhavna in team work both in india and in our offices uh, across the world in hong kong australia singapore etc etc and um the headquarters is of course delhi and uh, you know uh, much of my work lies in future work meaning i go Uh, i go from country to country you know literally like a salesman here's an idea here's the project that we have and my job primarily is to sell it put it together ideate it and then we have very very wonderful colleagues who then run and take it forward and actually do the uh, nitty gritty and the groundwork i only pretend to be busy you know so my hair comes in handy so i toss it around smile sweetly <laughs> Uh, give bhashans where required i'm trotted out where you know presidents and heads of state come and uh, pretend that i know everything when actually i know nothing so where does uh, the balak uh, what is it called uh, salam balak salam, so salam balak, balak trust. trust 
Yeah, so Salam Balak Trust was also born out of the movie, you know, when Meera created Salam Bombay and that came out of a workshop that Barry John uh, did with the street kids in Bombay. Um, back home in, in, in Delhi, uh, in the early 80s, I used to run uh, a theater action group that was, you know, I used to be its executive director. And that's where we set up Nukkar, which was a street kids project. And that mm. was the inspiration uh, to create Salam Bombay. So when Salam Bombay was made, um, the kids who acted in the in the movie, uh, Shafiq, who remember Bhavna, you interviewed yeah. him, I think, once. Yeah. All of those kids, we needed to then rehabilitate and find, you know, find a way to be able to get them back because, you know, it was a different world for them. So we set up Salam Balak Trust. And uh, initially, the trust was basically Bombay and Delhi. And then we hived off Bombay as a separate organization because it was very difficult for Mrs. Nair and myself, well, that's Mira's mom and myself, to be able to run between Bombay and Delhi. So mm. today in Delhi, the trust has about nine and a half thousand children off the mm. street who we look after in our 17 uh, uh, day shelters, night shelters, full care homes. And these are, these are kids who've you know, gone on to do incredibly well, whether it's in the arts or whether it's as aeronautical engineers. We get 16 scholarships from uh, the CQ University in Australia. We get a couple of scholarships from American uh, community colleges every year. And yeah, we've had hugely successful um, uh, uh, a program then primarily again it started uh, with the arts based program that's how it started it started with the arts where mm. we used theater and and music and 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 film and uh, visual arts as a mm. way to be able to get these kids to talk about some of the trauma that they've gone through uh, to be able to mainstream them with society to be able to overcome uh, you know, many of the mental health issues some of them may have, uh, mm -hmm. and of course, the physical and mental abuse uh, that mm -hmm. they've been subjected to on the streets. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting because on one level, you are dealing with the kids, then you are dealing with art, and you are also uh, on the... A lot of government bodies, uh, you are also interacting, for example, with the FIKI, Emmy. So what do you enjoy? Uh, you know, so what I enjoy most is directing something or creating something. So some of the bigger shows uh, that we've done at Sydney Opera House or Royal Festival Hall in London or Kennedy Center or Rashtrapati Bhavan or wherever in, involving hundreds of artists. That's what I love doing best. But I do believe that my responsibility is that, uh, uh, you know, because we represent the arts in so many different ways across the world and we have the learnings, it's our responsibility to take the voice of the artists and the artisans across to larger platforms. So therefore my involvement with places like Fiki and Ema, et cetera, where, you know, whether I'm the co-chair or the former president or whatever, it's really about driving policy and ensuring that there isn't just only one organization like Teamwork, but they can be multiple organizations of, like teamwork, not just in India, but across the world. And if you look at the Jaipur Literature Festival, Bhavna, you know, mm -hmm. when, when, when we started it, uh, you know, if we did a dipstick survey, people would, thought, would have thought we were mad to set up what has now become the world's largest uh, literary gathering in the world. 
uh, and has uh, also inspired 342 odd festivals, similar festivals, everything from the Berkeley Bay Area Festival in California uh, to Ubud to Sri Lanka to 130 odd Indian festivals. They won't look to this as an example. So my thing is that if they can look to this as an example, if we can create successful platforms for the arts, look at what can happen for music and theater and dance and visual arts and traditional arts and performers from, you know, not just in India, but really across the world. So when you look back, you know, you got uh, so many national awards, international awards, you are delivering lectures at universities in India, abroad. Uh, you started with something, you developed into something else. Today it is a big umbrella of so many arts. Do you think of yourself as a game changer? I think, I think much of what I've done has been accidental, uh, Bhavana. I, I don't see myself as, you know, somebody was doing a book on uh, the 10 most successful whatever, and they said, you know, what do you think of yourself, of your success? And I'm like, you know, most of it is accidental, meaning we have an idea, we go out with the idea, sometimes it works, sometimes it fails. Yeah, sure, we've had more ideas that have worked and have worked successfully. But we know exactly how much of work and effort and energy it needs to do that. You know, nothing mm -hmm. is, nothing happens without that kind of, uh, you know, devotion and dedication. And nothing happens without a team. So mm -hmm. is it is it me? I mean, you know, okay, sure, I've thrown a couple of ideas around, or you know, I have the, I, I have the veracity to go out and and do stuff that perhaps other people find it intimidating to do or they don't believe that it'll make the money but money has never been the driver we've always started something knowing that we have to invest in it for three to five years before it'll you know be seen to be successful commercially or financially so that's never been the driving factor for me for me it's been can we build communities can we bring about you know social change through knowledge and information because Bhavna, you know i think you, our generation, we've, we've uh, in many ways betrayed uh, the world. We, we haven't been able to do. We failed in our mission, whether it's the environment or bring about social change or equity, all of that we failed at. So, you know, my belief is that it's really young people who can bring about change. So how do you do that? Uh, you do it by making sure that young people are, uh, uh, are empowered, are knowledgeable, they look to the arts. And why is the arts important, Bhavna? Because as you know, the arts, the one thing that it does is that it allows you to understand that there isn't just one truth. The art mm -hmm. allows you to have different perspectives and understand that those truths can sit side by side and coexist. And it's not about my way or the highway or you're with us or against us. You know, mm. that's what the arts does, just gives you a different perspective, gives you a different form, binds you, holds you, nurtures you, allows you to explore your innermost talent to whatever extent you can. And all of us have are talented in India. 1.3 billion mm. of us, from cradle to grave, we dance and sing our way through, uh, you mm. know, so much. And, you know, that is a celebration and we forget that.
Mm -hmm. I think it was a great celebration to talk to you. I didn't feel any um, communication gap with you after uh, not chatting with you for so many decades in between. It is wonderful. Um, Sonjoy, continue to be the way you are. Continue to dream, continue to fly. Thank you, Bhavna. And more strength to you and lots of love and always absolutely been a fanboy of everything that you've done. Uh, and I hope you continue to write and do everything to build. Um, you know, just to end, I think everybody needs to know why are critics important? Why are writers and thinkers important? Because they allow the artist to reflect and become better. So Bhavna, many thanks and more strength to you. Thank you for tuning in. If you have liked this episode, do comment. Do rate on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Hubhopper, CastBox, Spotify, GeoSavan, so that you get notified when we come next. Stay tuned for the next episode with yet another guest. And until then, take great care of yourself.